The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. What are you, why are you, why are we doing, why are we making the long pauses happen? My I, pause is because I couldn't remember what I said there. Ah, mine is because I wanted anticipatory ASMR tingles. All right. Uh, my name is, I'm Griffin, I'm the sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy, and it's time to retire, I guess my aunt, my honorific. It's time to hang up the fucking my old, my now old person hat that an old person wears. No longer thirty under thirty media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Oh they, Griffin, God, the, I hadn't the, even thought about the this. Forbes. The Forbes goon squad came and they fucking smashed in my door, crashed all my windows. They knocked over a load bearing wall. And just came in my fucking house, and they took my fucking plaque away. And I immediately dried up and aged like the guy at the end of The Last Crusade so bad. Griffin, and, what's it like to be in the no man's land betwixt 30 under 30 and 30 over 30? It's it's strange to be here. Um, uh, I don't like, like, they, I, 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 I'm sorry, Trav, I want to play, I want to play with you in this joke, but I'm just thinking about how bad I miss my very good plaque that I used to have, that Forbes came, <laughs> and they fucking took it away from me, and I was like, but wait, don't you want to hear about the latest media trends? And they're like, you don't know fucking shit, and then they hit me with the plaque twice in my, on my back, like the, like a folding chair in a wrestling game. And mm-hmm. I fell I fell to the ground. And when I fell to the ground, of course, both my knees shattered because I'm an old man now. And so that's where I'm at. I'm actually recording this. Actually, it's April 15th. I have two, two sweet days left of sweet 20-something vitality. And I don't know. I don't know what to fucking do with it. Here's how I spent my last 48 hours of 20-something vitality. I just watched a giraffe fall out of another giraffe. And people were like what? so psyched. You don't know about this fucking giraffe? No, there's this giraffe. Just, that. There's been a nonstop live stream of this giraffe who's about to give birth for like a month, and it's like that's how you're spending your day, huh? Okay, but then I did want to be part of the zeitgeist because I heard this giraffe was finally popping, and I watched a giraffe fall out of another giraffe with my last few precious moments of twenty something vitality. I don't know uh, how I feel not, about that. It's not it's good. Not- it's just really wet. It's really, really gummy. I think the good thing about being to going from your twenties to your thirties is like. When you're at the end of your 20s, you feel like, oh, God, my 20s are over. I'll never be the same. And then when you get to the, your 30s, like, oh, these things are just beginning. It's like you're putting on a fresh a new- pair of uh, sleep pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really uh, apt comparison, though. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, that's can I, it. Can we I'm get back to-, to privacy issues with giraffes, please? Because that's what I want to yeah, do. Right. Everybody's yeah. very upset if anybody, like, I, like, hacks their webcam. But we're all fine just, like... Scoping a giraffe's yeah, very, yeah. it's a very intimate not... time. Yeah, um, this I is feel really like... troubling me. Yeah, it's a can real you put bummer. a GoPro on a baby giraffe in utero so you get that first person like whoa that giraffe water slide kind of effect going? I just I really don't want to think about or talk about the giraffe anymore. Okay, that's fine. I just boys, I'm struggling a little bit because I look back at You're twenty year old Griffin and two older brothers. We yeah, have I have zero like, pity. What? What? Are you, oh, Griffin! Oh, you're so old. Fuck off. Yeah, I just like I've had to deal with almost four years of like, even if I sleep eight hours, waking up feeling like shit, and my back hurts if I sit in a chair oh, wrong. Griffin, see, I still have that coming though, and I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to be achy all the time like i actually have can i tell you a new thing that i'm uh, this is my new my new like yeah break break. me off break me off a fucking teaser trailer of what 36 is gonna be like for me no i this is actually a really good life plan 
I've been overweight my whole life, right? And then I, in my mid-30s, I started to feel some of those like age rundown kind of feelings. And so I just started to like take up Taekwondo and try to exercise and eat better and start losing weight. So my new thing is this. Don't be fit when you're young. Oh. And if you if you're unhealthy when you're young and then start getting healthy as you age, you can keep I plan to keep a perfect equilibrium. Like as my body I see, I degrades, see. essentially I will also train it. You've been training for your whole life on Dagobah with Yoda on your back and then you've done some taekwondo <laughs> to drop the Yoda and all of a sudden exactly. you can jump a little bit higher. And also Dagobah is falling apart and has hair in weird places like to complete the metaphor. <laughs> to be fair, Justin, uh, that is what Dagobah is. I've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like what it's Dagobah legit. is. Um, um, all right. Well, I'll plan. keep that. Uh, I mean, I've probably put on about 20 pounds since I had a baby. So that's good. That's good to know. I'm, jam- I'm fucking cramming that Dagobah. Uh, you just got to put lesson. your baby on your back and do some somersaults and swing through the forest. Baby would fucking love that. Are you kidding me? It's like a, I'm like a big fun jungle gym ride. God, 30 though. I can't record uh, this podcast right now. I need to go. No, fuck you guys. I need to go get on my razor scooter for one last time before I have to go throw it into a volcano <laughs> on Monday. But to be fair, when you do that, you will end the curse. So, yes, yeah, so we'll all be free. <sighs> it's um, just so sad. I know. While Griffin tries to recuperate, you know what? I got a Starbucks double shot energy Mexican mocha today because I thought that would be an enjoyable cheat day beverage for this. Is recording. it not? I'm getting some severe tackiness on my palate that is making oh. elocution a challenge. Well, what, um, what's the what's the what's there's the no way next out. steps? Yeah, there's no there's no and so we can pause the recording for forty five minutes for you to do like a flush, <laughs> a quick cleanse. Yeah, guys, I'm just looking at the box in the corner of my office where all my Yu Gi Oh <sighs> cards are, and I just know I'm gonna have to get rid of them on Monday. Well, the good four- news, girl. Actually, when you when you twelve oh one a.m. Central, they just disappear. The Forbes people are going to come and take my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and my plaque, my great plaque. Damn it. Why <laughs> would they do this? You need a dummy this? plaque. You have 48 hours. I appreciate them recognizing my status as a media mogul, mogul but like you did Mugio. it just a couple months before. You took, mm-hmm. my, took my whole life away. I just, what is there? I mean, I guess 40 under 40, but I'm going to have to do some like, I'm going to have to really change up my shit. Like, they're not going to do it for, Griffin's just really good at media again. No, I have to like in, in, open up an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn that's like fucking epic that people like can't stop talking about my Putinesca. Griffin, he's transformative. He's transformed his whole scene. He used to be a good podcast boy, and now he invented this Putinesca that's so spicy, you got to try it. 40 under 40, he did it. But even that's less prestigious because there's 10 more fucking people on the list. I don't want to share it with them. So are, are we about ready for questions? You guys yeah, think, are we or? doing a show or is this just a therapy session? It's just I'm going to be distracted the whole show. But yeah, let's go ahead and do it. I mean, my um, advice is just going to be like, live, live while you can. No day but today. Get out there. Um, okay, so here is the first question. <laughs> Today, I was leaving my apartment to get coffee at a nearby coffee shop. Mm. Good place for it. And my roommate was leaving at the same time to go to work. We walked out together, but when we reached the sidewalk, she said, have to walk separate. And then she walked to the other side of the street and continued to walk the next three blocks in the same direction as me at the same pace. We've lived together for several years, and I wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those awkward situations where we said goodbye, only to find out we were walking in the same direction, which is the worst. I told her I was going to the coffee shop. Am I good? I don't think she's good. I think you're that's okay. From, that's from alone walking the same way in the Bay Area. Okay, um, I, I, I to your, I would like to say to your roommate's credit. You said your roommate is walking to work, right? So this is probably like a routine. This might be like your roommate walks to work every morning, and that's like their time of like mindful walking meditation of like, this is me. I I walk at my pace. I'm thinking about myself. I don't want to talk to another human being. I'm just like zoning in and pumping myself up for the day. You know what I mean? And, and so like they just might really need that time. 
Travis, very charitable, very generous of spirit of you. You've painted very nice picture you've painted. It is buck wild to think that that information could be absorbed through context and not related directly. Like that is it is buck wild to say like. I know. Listen, I'm going to veer off. I'm sure they'll assume I'm meditating on my right. Way to the it's like shop. you you have heard hoofprints and shouted zebra, thinking that this person's like a fucking like bike messenger who needs to get psyched for the fucking premium rush or whatever. Like, I think it's even if that's the case, like, don't be rude. It's rude what you've done here. I think a little bit, maybe a little rude, maybe just a just tad just- rude. Just I would like to make a, a prequel to Premium Rush called Economy Rush, and it's about foot messengers who can't, who don't use bikes, and it takes like eight times as long for your packages to arrive. I would love to watch cheaper. Joseph. Yeah, I would love to watch JGL just like running a lot and getting like very sweaty in a hot city. And you know by like I mean? the tenth delivery, he's just casually walking. <laughs> yeah, like, I ordered point, this yeah. six hours ago. Yeah, should have paid for the Premium like Rush, blocks. dude. You think when he. When uh, JGL finished Premium Rush and he was watching on the screen and th- he thought, man, I bet this movie is going to be mentioned by one podcast on two separate episodes. I think that there's one <laughs> podcast that's episodes talk apart. Yeah, I think it, there's one podcast that's really going to get into this flick. Can I just say, though, it's a good flick. I've never no. seen it. You've never seen it? No. Good flick. I got awesome. my comedy blind and ignorant. If you can't uh, watch, I watch JGL in anything. I anything. Watch, I've only seen a clip where he's about to get hit by the car, but then the, another car hits that car. And it's. I saw that and I was like, ah, I don't want my Joseph to be imperiled. You know what I mean? There is, there are, it is rated PG-13 for multiple scenes of Joseph Gordon-Levitt peril. It's <laughs> not, yeah, I, I couldn't, I'm not interested. No, thank you. No, thanks. Couldn't, no, I, I, I watched Looper and the whole time I was like, my Joseph's imperiled. I can't do it. I fucking can't do it. I know Travis had problems with that movie that I don't want him to start unpacking again. But my problem with that movie is sometimes people pointed their guns at JGL with intent to harm. And I just I don't fuck with that. Are you kidding me? No way. Um, This is not a cool thing. I think that your roommate how do you it's not a nice thing roommate. of him to do. It's Wait. it's like I, I get I get like and I'm not saying like if you are a person who like needs that time to like recharge or 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 whatever or like if i i i I get all that but i also think that this is also just kind of a rude thing that happens so well um, because the problem is as you guys pointed out it was not like the roommate had every opportunity to say like cool um just so you know like i have a routine in the morning and i I, i'm i kind of need to stick to it as soon as throw off my whole day um, because or, now or, what's going to happen is you have to unpack this when you're both home the next time. Like, hey, so what was that? Yeah, I know. Um, how, how about you? Also, maybe oh. they were checking the geocache. That's another that possibility. Like, but why wouldn't possible? they take them? Take you with them on their fucking geocache adventure? Geocaching is more fun with friends. It is more fun with friends. Um, can I drop this Yahoo on y'all? Yeah, yeah it's from yeah, yeah, it's yeah. from uh, Aaron Keys. Thank you, Aaron. It's Yahoo Answers user. Frosty, who asks, what sports did William Shakespeare like? Oh, good one. I have an English project to do, and I can't find any answers to this question. Can someone tell me with a reference site? I feel like if you get on Yahoo Answers for help with a school project, you're basically, like, while you're typing in yahooanswers.biz or whatever the fuck, you are telling yourself, I'm okay with a D. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm fine getting a D on this one. I just need it done. So definitely Quidditch. <laughs> okay, that makes the, if not if it, I think that was during Wizard times. Yeah. So definitely Quidditch. Yeah. Definitely Quidditch. Maybe chariot racing. I mean, he definitely. I mean, he's probably. Here's the thing. I'm not familiar with all of the works of William Shakespeare. I've seen Romeo and Juliet, the movie, obviously with Leonardo DiCaprio, and mm-hmm. I like loved it. It was very poignant in that one, and. Um, that's it. I'm actually, I, I want you to know, as someone who worked at a Shakespeare company, I'm trying to run through my head and well, think, if there's is there, a sports one. Of yeah, his, is there of a place. show? I mean, there's wrestling in, I think, Two Gentlemen of Verona, or Two Noble that's just Gentlemen. Like, that's, just like, that's just like, that's just like horsing around. It's just horseplay. Yeah, All right, like let's, just, fencing. Let's, let's just spitball. All right. Falconry. Falconry. They had falcons. They had gloves. Is that a Probably sport, falconry. though? Are the falcons like catching balls and g- flying through? Yeah. Usually, well, it's usually a frisbee. 
but they are they are doing that. Damn, um, that's a tricky needle to thread, though, because you have to throw that frisbee in a very particular way so that the yeah. your falcon intercepts it, but is not intercepted by the frisbee. Uh, probably archery, right? Mm-hmm. That was probably a sport back then. I mean, Football's that was just been their, around for fucking ever. Archery was just their day to day back then. Like you had to like. In 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 London or Avon over Stratfordshire or whatever the fuck. Perfect, nailed I th- it. Mm-hmm. I think you like. I think you had to be fucking strapped with a longbow. Travis Travis has suggested. Now, are we talking about f- football norte americano or are we talking about football there, and the, the way the, the rest origins of, the of football? It? And this is absolutely true. It used to be played between two towns, and the field was the size of the distance between the towns. And so the two towns would just, like, challenge each other, and it was everyone from this town versus everyone from this town. And it was so incredibly violent. People would, oh, like, routinely wow. die playing. Okay. Like, they'd get, like, trampled and beaten to death. Um, but it's been like around like... forever. He was a, more of a gentle soul, though. I don't know he'd be into that. And, again, you didn't really answer my question if we're talking about the game with the round ball that you kick around a whole bunch of the game with the brown sort of funny shaped no, ball brown funny shaped ball i believe i believe they use their hands um, now this is a, this is a this is a lie because as everybody knows joe montana invented football as we know it today joe montana is eternal oh joe montana is an eternal person mm-hmm. they named montana Rupert. after him make sure he is still alive joe montana joe montana yeah 60 years old looking like Joe Montana, so I think William Shakespeare would have been super in. Like I think he would. I think he'd be a Cowboys fan. No, I think he'd love the fucking pigskin, dude. Like just. Like, I think he would pick the most underdog team. He would, oh, it's the Ravens. What am I even talking about? He would be a fan of the yeah, Ravens. dude. His fucking classic work, the Raven. Exactly, Griffin. Thank <laughs> you. Man, it's not often you get to be wrong about sports <laughs> and poems. <laughs> In no, one I'm episode, just saying huh? that fool liked birds. He wrote about birds a lot, and that seems like a yeah. shit. It's yeah, based bud. on literary works, and I know he didn't fucking write the Raven. <laughs> it was Wordsworth. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite um, sonnet of Shakespeare's. It goes a little bit like this. Uh, 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 it's like boom. I put it in the hoop, uh-huh. like slam. Yeah. I heard the crowd screaming out "Jam!" Oh uh, yeah, I swear. I'm telling you the facts because that's how I'd be Horatio. Uh, and yeah, everybody's like, that doesn't rhyme. That's nothing. Can you invent Shaq? He's <laughs> like, I <laughs> guess. Did. I wrote Shaq into existence. So what I, about we didn't even talk about lip- basketball, and I'd love to explore basketball real quick because I'm loving the idea of him wearing a fucking tank top. Like, shirts and skins, let's go. I'm wearing a tank top. I'm wearing some, like, comfortable shorts. Let's get on. Let's settle this on the court. Huh? Sometimes I'm so sad that I don't have like millions of dollars in access to like constant access to a production team because all I want now is just like exactly totally now modern like like Lakers basketball game except instead of Jack it's William Shakespeare sitting courtside like throwing his hands up in the air and yelling at the refs and like fucking throwing stuff onto Loving the court it. and being ejected. God, that's the f- I just am picturing it's the fucking funniest shit. Oh, I'm a nerd. I bet he did. He have game? Do you think Shakespeare? Shakespeare? Yeah, like if he played basketball, do you think he could like? Do you think he would perform well? Like, do you think he's sort yeah, of a dog? Like, do you think he, he's sort of a dunksman or like a three points? He would be great I, at like athletically. I'm sure he was like off the charts, right? Mm-hmm. Yet physically, the man was like hustling. History is unclear on the nature of Shakespeare's true identity. It may have been seven or eight people. Um, there's a lot of different theories, but anyway, uh, he was performing a lot. If you're so seven or eight like people, he's his own basketball team. He was his, hi, we're William Shakespeare. <laughs> they all run out. Um, Tonight, the Harlem Globetrotters square off against the William Shakespeare. That would be a bloodbath. Are you kidding me? I, I, it would be a bloodbath if I got in the court with William Shakespeare, because back in the, what, the 1500s, like all the people were just a lot like their bones were much, much smaller than our bones. But also like everybody also had the flu a little bit always kind of. And so like, I think I could, I think I could like. I think I could really fucking break William Shakespeare's ankles out there. Not and not literally. Hold the Michael's secret stuff. Yeah, not literally, but maybe literally, accidentally. Like 
I would I would do a, like a roll on him that would like be super super sick and everybody would cheer and in that sense I would break his ankles but I think he may if he overcorrects too much his old 1500s sickly bones might just be like done done I've done it to the bard the the good one the good bard and that's how I beat bard <laughs> that's how I beat, that's how I beat shake <laughs> okay <laughs> all right I'll allow it um so my roommate left town to go see her family for Easter weekend and left me in charge of her plant. She prides herself on gardening skills, but I seriously doubt she's ever taken care of an indoor plant before. Boom. Since I watched her. Yeah, this is melon mode. Since I watched her overwater it twice in the two days just before going home, and now it's starting to die. I told her to stop watering it, but she wouldn't listen because, quote, I have a cactus, and I don't know how to take care of real plants. Wow, Jesus. <clears throat> you Okay, let's stop, hold on, let's stop. You already put them on melt mode. You don't need to keep going. Now, now no, you, I you, think this is a quote from her friend. No, I think, this is, I think this is like, I have a cactus and don't know how to take care of real plants. I think you're o- trying to over melt mode this one. And I, I, no, I, I <laughs> listen, question asker, their roommate won't listen to question asker because... The question asker says they have a cactus and don't know how to take care of real plants. But they said this in quotes, and I don't think this person actually no, said, no, no, I have a cactus and don't know how to on. take care of real plants. I think this is about major melt mode. Roommate, okay, when question asker said, to, when QA said to roommate, you're overwatering it. Roommate said, you have a cactus and don't know how to take care of real plants. That makes sense? Okay. 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 Now, I'm stuck caring for this stupid dying plant. And she's going to think I'm the one who killed it. She comes back on Wednesday. How do I tell her she was the one who killed the plant without destroying her weirdly inflated and fragile ego? Please keep name anonymous. I've been trying to get her to listen to the show, and I don't want her to recognize the situation. Yeah, you don't fucking think she'll pick up on this one? I don't think she's going to. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we have a decent sized following at this point, but I don't think there's two pairs of roommates who have this exact situation. Yeah, as this was happening, she was like, her eyes started to wander over to that dead-ass brown plant she left in the corner, like, wait a minute, Valerie! Do you um, think think that this is like a throw mama from the train situation, where like the Throw plant out the apartment window? (laughs) Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, time out. I have to call Mark Maron and say that someone on a podcast finally referenced throw mama from the train. (laughs) We did it, podcasters! (laughs) We did it. I also we, I know that there's also a. Uh, we did every other, movie, everybody. That's every movie. We read Hitchcock one too that I can't remember, but uh, that the roommate North knew Bend, exactly what she was doing, overwatering the plant and then leaving you to take care of it because she felt burdened by taking care of this plant and no one longer wanted to have to care for it, but she didn't want to be blamed for it. I think there's a way to save the plant. I'm okay. not much of an I'm not much of an arboreal. like a fundraiser. Or- Nah, I mean, you got to get some of that water out of it, huh? If you overwatered it. I think your two options are, like snake venom, you try to suck the water out of the plant. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe you uproot it real quick and you get you get down on those roots and you just, like, go to fucking town. Other options, you got to dry it out, put it in the microwave for maybe, like, I'm talking about four seconds at a time. Just, like, beep, one, two, three, like four, pop check chart. it. Like a, well, what the fuck are you doing to Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart, you microwave for like 10 seconds at a time. Or you toast it in the Pop-Tart Who has the time, Griffin? That's how you get to 30 and you haven't accomplished anything with your life. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Travis, I just, I, I just put jokes outside in its special (laughs) chair. (laughs) Okay, jokes is outside. Jokes can't hear you in here. The serious room, okay? (laughs) You... Now, are you now, or have you ever <laughs> microwaved a pop tart? Of course not. Of course okay. not. I just oh, know that on the shit. package, that is an option they present. Okay. Uh, what a relief. I'm going to let jokes back yes, in the room. We come back in jokes. Listen, all, all joking aside, no. Uh, listen, uh, listen <laughs> I'm a human. jokes in or out. <laughs> jokes has feelings. <laughs> jokes, come back in, but just stay come quiet on, for jokes. one second. It's fine, jokes. Come on in. It's fine, jokes. He said it's fine. Now there's a fucking weird atmosphere because jokes is like thought we were talking about jokes behind the back. Jokes, jokes, jokes. That's not it. Hey, bro grabs? Get bro grabs with jokes. Oh, that's (laughs) soft. 
This <laughs> That's my this, favorite after school movie. I don't think I don't think I don't think you this situation is upsetting me in such a deep, deep way, and I don't know why. I think it, I think I get upset whenever anybody thinks they're hot shit at anything that they're not hot shit at, and then they like make other people try to feel bad because they're hot shit, which is what it sounds like your roommate has tried to do. But like, I also feel bad for this sweet plant. It didn't ask for this. It didn't want this. There's nothing to be done. I mean, there's nothing to be done. Maybe I think- just try to remind her it's just a plant, and she can just get more. You can more go plants? get more. Go get another plant. Yeah, could get I'm a better actually, plan. I'm kind of both like I, what the thing that I'm taken aback by from this question is. I didn't realize the plant could die in the span of two days. I thought it would take no, way longer. No, they're like super fragile. I imagine if you work at like a there's a florist around the corner from my house. I imagine they're just constantly fucking screaming, running around their like office all day, just like oh my god, now this one, oh this one now, oh shit, could this you, oh fuck me, fuck. Could you not just go buy? An identical plant. It's not like your roommate's going to get home and be like, this plant's acting completely differently. Yeah. This plant has a completely different personality than when I left. Unless. I taught this plant how to sit. Unless. 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 It's, a, it's a, like, a, like a Venus flytrap that does have a little bit of personality. If it's a, two, if it's a big tulip and you watered it wrong and it dies, fuck it. Go buy or... Don't buy. Just get a tulip. Nature has them ready for you to go. If it's like a Venus flytrap, though, ooh, that one is going to be a little, you know what I mean? Like if I had a Venus flytrap and then you replaced my Venus flytrap and I saw this new Venus flytrap eat a fly or a mosquito or whatever and I saw it do it, I'd be like, that was different. It moved. It has character. It animated a little bit differently. And so where's where's Tony, my original Venus flytrap? The problem is then your roommate should never have watered a Venus flytrap because the only liquid it needs is human blood. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Little t- Shop. Yeah, the joke of the Little Shop. Yes, thank I you. I think that, I don't think they get that big, Trav. I think it might be different plants. What? Yeah, I think it might be different plants because they don't, they don't usually get that big. Or you talk. don't think that the Little Shop plant is based on a Venus flytrap? You don't like, think conceptually that, that there's a one in one connection there? I think it's based on the um, what's a little plumber on the Mario plants, the, the Mario uh, ones, the Mario ones, the plants that come out of the pipe, chompums, they look chompers, they look exactly like that. Um, it's, it was actually based on a true story of a plant that one time bit off Rick Moranis's pinky finger, <laughs> and he said, "I've got a great idea for a movie." Well, he didn't. His friend who was there with him was like, "Ah, oh, shit, Rick." We need to go to a hospital. Hey, do y'all want a Yahoo? Yes. Yes. Think, just think, this one's great because just thinking about biting off Rick Moranis' pinky finger has me all hungry. Uh, Sam by Nicholas Potter is from Yahoo Answers user Sharon S. who asks, what goes well with shrimp scampi? Mmm. What? <laughs> it's Not fucking... It's, is this really the question you thought? It's fucking Saturday night. You've just gone over the pot the boiling pot, and you've got the shrimp scampi cocked, loaded, and ready to fucking go. Blast off into shrimps, but you realize you need something else to go with that Wait, scampi. read me the question. Wait, Griffin, read me the question one more time. Uh, it was six words. <laughs> what is it? What goes well with shrimp scampi? Ah, you're thinking too small, Griffin. You're thinking, what other foods? That was not specified. They might be planning a whole fucking event around shrimp scampi. What movie goes with shrimp scampi? What kind of friends should I invite over? Well, then let's get let's get holistic with it. Let's can we start with food and then go? Let's just go around the table and we'll list some things that go well with shrimp scampi. I will start because I invented the exercise, and I will begin with revenge. Oh, interesting. I was going to say regret. Mm. No, the Travis is Justin's is right. Yes, okay. Travis is again. wrong. You can't you can't be regretful when you're chomping into some of that fucking buttery, garlicky, good little shrimp friends. Let me try again. Let me try again. Uh, 1980s movies with Corey Haim. Corey Haim. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um, what goes well with shrimp scampi? I'm gonna say just some big Texas toast. Okay, a little Justin? inside the box for me. Uh, 
Yeah. What goes well with shrimp scampi? Just a nice, just a nice full-bodied one. See, that's the thing. I don't know why we have to joke about. If if we do a Yahoo on this show and it's like I keep sticking pizza crust up my butt, then people can't use the information that comes after this. But there's this week, somebody's going to have fucking shrimp scampi. Okay, now you Griffin, your turn. Well, no, podcast. I was talking over yours, and I know you said homemade ball pit, and now I'm thinking about getting a ball pit and eating this good buttery shrimp with my friends and wife. Right? I think I... it would be a messy ball. Like, I don't want other things getting in the ball pit, but at the same time, I think it'd be fu- like a fun time. Um. Ooh, I have one. Go ahead, Trav. I hate to jump. I hate to jump back to me. Yeah, you're doing double dutch, aren't you? But what what goes well with shrimp scampi? Staring wistfully into your tank full of saltwater exotic fish while you eat it. Oh, just thinking, mm. like, I love these fish so much, I wish I could eat them, but I can't. So I'm yeah. going to eat things like them while looking at them and could be like, it could be you, David. Yeah. How about a, how about a hot bath? Sh- shrimp scampi in the bath, please. Yeah, I don't mind if I do. I might treat myself to that tonight in in real life. Just get in the bath with a full-bodied wine and a ham flick and chomp down on these good little buttery boys. What? I just hell? I just love shrimp scampi and I thought we'd all get like really excited about this question, but I I sense your guys' hesitance to even like play with me right now. Well, I love I, Unless I love shrimp scampi. There's no there's no argument about that. It's one of my fave foods. Prove it, uh, motherfucker. Whoa. It's hard because uh, it, it's hard because my cousin Michael loves shrimp scampi so much that we call him Scampi Mike. <laughs> so I feel like it's weird for me to try. I feel like a pretender to the like in the back of my head. All I can think is like, well, I don't like it as much as Michael does, and they're gonna know. Can Sounds I, like nobody gonna, does. Can I pause it? A shrimp scampi. Yeah, well, let's pause it for a second. Question. Yeah, yeah please. It. So shrimp scampi. Implies mm. it is shrimp that has been scampied, correct? This is shrimp scampi. Yeah. Is there chicken scampi or steak scampi or fish scampi or pork oh. scampi? Shit. Pork scampi's good. This is, oh shit, this is going to be like beef nugs too. We're oh, yeah. like, where's, where's all the fucking beef scampi? Where's the chicken scampi at? I'm just saying scampi as like, a, as the suffix, it implies that like we took shrimp and we scampied it, so now it's shrimp scampi. Yeah, dude. Right? God, I want to eat some motherfucking shrimp scampi tonight. This is not a joke. I'm going to go grease up those scampi dish, like, right now and get crazy on them tonight. I love shrimp scampi. I love it because when the chef who first invented shrimp scampi invented it, they were like, this dish is so good, it needs the most fun name ever, scampi. <laughs> um, uh, I like, I- uh, chicken scampi is good. It was like yeah. chicken scampi? It's, it's not. Is it real? Chicken scampi is real at the Olive Garden. Oh, well, Get then out. Travis's point was is moot. I mean, I've had chicken scampi at the Olive Garden. It's very good. Well, shit. All right, Olive Garden fine. chomped our flavor. Literally chomped our flavor. Bye, Tra- yeah. Travis. Travis well, has to leave the fuck. podcast for the rest of the show. Yeah. Get out of here, jokes. That was Travis's retirement dead. was going to be chicken <laughs> scampi inventing it. Um, Damn it. You should. Um, shit. We shit. Okay, <laughs> hold on, Travis. <laughs> Travis, it's all right. Dude, listen. Travis, you're going to find another great idea, dude. Don't worry about it. I'm a child of me. Travis, you're going to find another one, man. It's fine. I won't. Never again. This was the one. I want a munch squad. I want to munch squad. I'm a fucking amazing actor. I made myself cry doing that. That's so powerful, Travis. It's Travis. It's inside out, outside in. Stamps costly shit. Thank you, Travis. Yes, Justin. Good news. Do you know how you've been having trouble finding French fries? Uh huh. Well, the search is over because Taco Bell's got them now. Oh my god! 
That's what? right. And they're Welcome not just any you mad geniuses. <laughs> and they're not just any fries this time. They're nacho fries. What? Um, but they can be yos. I mean, they're uh, nachos. Okay. Thank you. You get it? Yeah. Um, can I do this segment while lying on the floor? <laughs> no, it's that they don't have. Now, here's the weird thing about nacho fries. Uh, I mean, there's many weird things about nacho fries. They're seasoned with nacho seasonings, right? Are we talking about, sorry, um, we need to be so like salt. Are we talking about Mexican seasonings? Are we talking about long potato straws that have been fried up, or is this some fucked up like it's just like tor- strips of tortillas that we're calling fries? Because I don't um, fuck with no. that. Like I don't fuck with Andy Cap and his whole business. No, they are French fries. Like Good they're God. French fries. Now these were a big thing in Canada. Canada has like fries. Canada Taco Bell has been kicking it with French fries for a long time. Um. They are off that grind. I mean, they're they're probably still on that grind, but now they're letting that grind come down here. Um, but it 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 is new for this year. Now, here's the unusual thing. Normally, I don't uh I I don't do Munch Squad unless I can have a press release to refer to. Um, I have I have scoured the internet and cannot find any evidence of Taco Bell as a corporation <laughs> admitting that they're selling fries. Really, they have signs up. So if you go to the location, right, they are definitely selling fries and there's like commercials and stuff. But as an organization, they're they have like plausible deniability. It's like a homebrew, like right. serve fries if you want Taco Bell individual restaurants, if we can call you that, but we're it, not gonna we're not gonna yes. shine <laughs> any radio. light on it. It's fry like Rit that like, radio, you guys. Fry Rit yeah. Radio. <laughs> it's not that anything. It's not anything. Fry that's Rit not, Radio. No, it, Travis, that's not anything what you said. Because it's like pirate radio, but it's fries. There's a lot of people covering this phenomenon. Um, Anderson Cooper getting up in there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are getting pretty excited about it. The headline on um, Hello Giggles is Nacho Bell, uh, Taco Bell Nacho Fries are here, and they look absolutely delicious. Now, I don't know what photo of these fries they are referring to, but if you can imagine, I mean, it's basically just French, like a big mess of French fries and nacho cheese and sour cream and diced tomatoes and chives on top of the French fries and what appears to be ground beef. This looks horrifying. It's I refuse to look at it. not great. It's not great. Um, and I don't know what, I, I know Taco Bell refuses to, Look at it. Uh, we're talking about reasons to talk about it. Taco Bell is staying silent. So there's no PR. I, you, there's no PR quotes for this Munch Squad. I feel like if you called Taco Bell about this, they would say like, "Wait a minute, where did you what? see that? What location?" And then they would call that specific Taco Bell and say, "Hey, listen, I got a very, a very important phone call that you're doing something very bad down there in ta- in uh, in in uh, in Huntington, West Virginia." You were selling fries at Taco Bell? And they like, well, yeah, you emailed everybody in the company and said, I did no such thing. Or my name's not Mr. Bell. I tried calling the Taco Bell corporate office, but it's, it is Saturday morning. <laughs> can you call, Griffin, as long as we're on this tip, can you call a Taco Bell in your area? you know, in Austin, and see if they have the nacho fries. Yes, but I won't call the one that I've gone to before, and maybe yeah. will someday again. Yeah, don't do that. Just call it one and see if you can get any details on it. Hi, do you all have those nacho fries? Nacho fries? Yeah. Um, what is it? No. Oh, there's a... Just the chips to make some nachos but oh but not fries no that makes sense all right thank you you're welcome booyah so (laughs) how fucking deep does this go how deep does this con go did you hear the hesitance like okay if i were to taco bell and someone asked me if i had french fries the answer would be at the tip of my tongue yeah absolutely not are you kidding me you called taco bell like, um, unless, unless the person who I just spoke to on the phone, it, they're like, they're like, stealth shit is so locked down 
that they like I, I could probably go into that store and get some nacho fries and they'd be like okay now that you're here yeah here have some nacho fries of but course. like I, you could have they, they, she probably knew that I was recording the conversation and she couldn't give out that kind of evidence on the, that, would, that would be like corporate confirmation that was a that was a that was a like skilled agent mm-hmm. um, I normally we tell people not to tweet at folks but I would like everybody to tweet at Taco Bell and just ask why they're covering up their nacho be ni- fries be nice about it be nice about it. Oh, speaking of which, Griffin, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Taco Bell adjacent. Congratulations to our friend Dan Reichert for winning oh, a yeah. wedding at Taco Bell. Uh, that's going to be a hoot and it's a half. Be a real hoot nanny. Make hey, sure you, you know, get us an I invite. Think it's, I think it's time to head to the zone of money. Did I do that right? Almost not. Yeah, can I read? Re- can I read one thing really quick? And it's going to be a little time warp, but it's. I want to read the best answer on this shrimp scampi question about what goes well with shrimp scampi because user Red Pandas really knocked out of the park when they said shrimp scampi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Some Sick. more. Some more of it. Nice. All right, let's go to the next. This week, my brother, my brother, and me is sponsored by. Casper. It's an online retailer of premium, obsessively engineered mattresses for a fraction of the price. And I can speak to this, not just as someone that they're paying to speak to it, but also a customer who is incredibly pleased. We have both uh, a Casper mattress that uh, my wife and I uh, sleep on every single night, and also a Casper mattress in our guest room that our friends have come over and slept on and always compliment I, this is, okay, listen, I have a really hard time sounding sincere as evidenced by this commercial, but when my wife and I switched from our old mattress to our Casper mattress, no joke, noticeable difference in sleep quality. Like, we slept so much better, woke up, like, more refreshed. I mean, not now. We have a five-month-old baby. But back when we were, like, full human beings, we slept so good. Um, yeah, oh, we have that sleep. We have one too, and it's 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 really good. It's in our guest room, and so I really only sleep on it when I have like diarrhea or something like that, and don't want to wake <laughs> up everybody else um, with my like run. With so my like every thing. other night, it's not funny. <laughs> kind of funny. It's not funny. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. It's not funny uh, to have that to have that happen to you. Anyway, Casper mattresses are really comfortable. I'm sorry that I, they probably don't want us talking about diarrhea during these advertisements, but like. When when life hands you lemons. Uh, did you also know that my Bim Bam listeners can get $50 toward any mattress purchase if you go to casper.com slash my brother and you use the promo code my brother all one word at checkout and that terms and conditions apply? We I did. Also I mean, mentioned, uh, risk-free trial and return policy. You can sleep on oh, Casper yeah. for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. The mattresses are made in America. Go to casper.com slash my brother. Promo code my brother all one word. Save fifty dollars. Terms and conditions apply. I'm just let me go down the bullet points here. Make sure we hit everything. Uh, the risk and return policy made in America. Diarrhea. Yeah. All right. We're good. <laughs> um. Uh, I, tell me now. I, are you ready? Give to it, hear it though. All of it, baby. Uh, I want to talk about movement, or as uh, they prefer it to be pronounced, movement. Uh, it's movement without an N or vowels. I don't know. It's M V M T, and it actually says to pronounce it movement. Um. So just as once, I'll let it slide. Uh, it was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. They're cool watches. They make a watch and you put it on and you know what time it is. You look great. You know, it's a, it, it's a, uh, uh, important to keep track of it. Cause if not, you'll be later early. Oh, They've sold over 1 million dang. watches. <laughs> oh, shoot. You're early. <laughs> You need a risk friend to help you out because you're too <laughs> fucking early for the party. Shoot. Or very, or very early. I'm um, very early. I'm very early to this party. Fuck. Fuck. I need a risk uh, friend for movement. There are serious problems with that. I had a conference call this week scheduled for a certain time, and I showed up uh, a half hour before it was to begin, but the person who was on it with me uh, who's on the conference call, uh, the person running it gets a text notification. Someone lines up to their, uh, gets onto their line. So they hopped on too, uh, before everybody else. And by the time we could make, get through like the apologies and I'm sorry. And I, 
I didn't understand and uh, et cetera, et cetera. There was, it was just close enough to the meeting that it would have been weird to hang up and call back later. You apologized so just for 30 like, minutes? Just kind of like hung, hung on the call. No, it just would have been like weird. So I ended up just like making conversation. It turned into a nice... Sounds like Chat. a good sounds like a good day. Good work socializing you did. Well, like so, that could have been a what if they had been a bad person? Yeah, shoot. So yeah, you both watches. need those good wrist friends for movement. Yes. Um these movement watches start at just 95 bucks at a department store. You're looking at like 400 to 500 bucks for a nice watch. Um I have one. I think we all have one and they're really nice. They're um they're they're really slick and um i didn't think i would like uh, the the face of the watch is uh, a little bit bigger than watches i've worn in the past but like i i i actually really like it now that i've had it for a while um and i've actually gotten compliments on it before which i don't own many things in this world that that is true for um you can get 15 percent off your your movement watch today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash brother um, go check out the stuff they've got and get get the cool discount and free shipping and free returns. Again, mvmtwatches.com slash brother. Uh, I got a message for Caleb and Kyle from Courtney. A lot of sounds. I love it. Happy birthday, fellas. Happy to know you guys. Thanks for letting me join in on your goofs. Hell yeah. In, Boom. out, done. Courtney's like, yep. in, out, done with my business. Confis- Did we at some concision. point start charging by the letter like a newspaper? Or like a fucking epitaph? Wait, what? Um, so, happy birthday to Caleb and Kyle. Hope it's a great one. Me and Courtney both think that. And um, that was supposed to air in April, so we're, like, crushing it. I wonder yeah. if their birthday's April 17th. Um, Like mine? Yeah. The, day of, the day of my fucking Logan's Run retirement? Oh, let's move on to the next one. Sorry I equated your birthday message to an epitaph. Uh, this message is for Alex! Exclamation point. Alex! That's from, it's from Emma, Laura, and Ty who say, Happy birthday. Thank you for creating a beautiful narrative day in, beautiful narrative day in and day out. Uh, your, okay. Uh, your, your detailed maps, carefully chosen names, and especially graphic fights keep us excited for all the adventures that await in the Parish Highlands. You are the reason we all found D&D, and for that, we are forever grateful. Love from the nerdiest polycule to ever adventure. Uh... This is I, I'm glad that they clarified they're talking about a D and D thing here, and not that. Why is why what? is Alex making such explicit fights? Yeah, is that yeah? Like the orc stands up and gets out the axe and also a pee pee. <laughs> he um, I don't know if that means graphically violent or like beautifully described in a graphic manner that allows me to really picture it in my mind's eye or ooh. I can't make heads or tails to any of this nerd shit, honestly. <laughs> dunked on them. Dunked on all four. Thanks for the money. Uh, we do a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. The other day, I went to McDonald's to claim my free coffee since I've completed... <laughs> I have a completed coffee fidelity card. When I <laughs> when I go to McDonald's, it is always at the same time at the drive-thru, so it's always the same girl at the till. However, when I came to give her my free coffee coupon, she said I could keep the coupon, and she still gave me the free coffee. Fuck yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Can I use my coupon, given that the girl knows I've already tried to claim it? Do I have to go to an out-of-town McDonald's to claim it? Or have I entered an infinite free coffee loophole? And that's from the most caffeinated Munch Squad member in Montreal, where apparently they have McDonald's. Do not drive any amount of distance above normal to get a free, like, 99 cent coffee. It it will not. It doesn't. It doesn't work out. It does not. 
financially speaking, as your financial advisor, yeah, don't do this. The amount that you would spend on gas, or as you say in Montreal, petrol, it doesn't. It's not that it, you may as well drink the petrol at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not. It's not. It's not cost effective. I do really like this question though, because it sounds like <laughs> you've discovered like a way to tie a string around your coffee, your completed coffee fidelity card, and then when you hand it in <laughs> and they're like about to like put it in the register, you yank the string and that's back out in your hand and you still get that coffee and nobody's the wiser. Here's what um, you're gonna have. To, you're gonna have to do this. You're going to have to collect a bunch of empty coffee, like McDonald's coffee cups, oh. pile them in the seat next to you, and then like two days later, pull out the coupon again, at which point they'll have no choice but to believe you, or else where did you get all those empty cups? Mm. Oh, excellent. No. <laughs> Such an elaborate con. <laughs> elaborate ruse. Um, um, my first thought when I thought this was... Uh, um, well, you know, that's a very nice thing that she did for you. That's very kind. But the more I think about it, you have to drink McDonald's coffee hey, every day. It's really the cafe is fine. Can we not? With our they live in a country with Tim Hortons everywhere. Every 10 feet, there's a Tim Hortons. In your car, there's a Tim Hortons. There's a Tim Hortons. Open your dashboard. Open your glove compartment. There's a little Tim Hortons in there. Are you just going to McDonald's and getting a coffee through the drive-thru? That's, I mean, what I'm, that's where I'm struggling with it. They're probably getting... I mean something else also, right? They're probably getting they're probably getting a McGriddle or be, be, Griffin, thank you. Because my point here is if you get a food item, the coffee's just a value add. The coffee's how they get you in the door. And then you're buying a hash brown and a McGriddle and a cheesem. And that's where you're make they're making their money, right? Like the money's to be made is on the food items. The coffee, that's a value add. That just gets you in the door. So, like, you keeping that Coffee Fidelity card guarantees you coming back to McDonald's one more time. Literally so, this is win-win for true. everybody, I would say, I just in this scenario. I make a point that the opposite of what my brother just said is true. <laughs> Fast food chains make their money on the drinks, and Travis um, is a liar. Maybe here in the U.S. of A., in Canada, we do things a little different. <laughs> oh, Hi, I'm Travis Magroy for Canada. <laughs> um, I, man... Did y'all ever grown up? <laughs> I, haven't ever said the, I haven't even said the funny thing yet, dog. Y'all grown up ever wish you had a fast food friend? Because it sounds like you've got a, a genuine fast food friend on your hands. And when I lived in the West Virginia building, I ate pretty much every dinner at the Wendy's. And I just thought it would be so sick if I could just drive up and my Wendy's friend was there. And I was just like, don't worry about it, man. And I would get my chicken, my spicy chicken sandwich, and it would not be a big deal. Just, don't worry about it, man, Griffin. It's me, your fast food friend. Go get get out of here. Come on, your money's no good here. I'm your fast food friend, Griffin. I love this sitcom you're building. When fast food friend gets fired for giving away free chicken sandwiches, they wouldn't and has though. To come live with you? No, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They 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 deal out so many chicken sandwiches there. They deal out so many spicy boys that in the, in this Wendy's. Nobody's gonna notice that my friend hooked me up with one. Like, no, there's a zero percent chance that that. Happened. Also, I think everybody at working at that Wendy's, everybody working at any fast food place knows like you can have five fa- um what would they drive through buddies that you can hook up and it's not a big deal. There's, that's like that's written into the Wendy's budget. Like Dave Thomas came up with that and was like, "Just you got five drive-through buddies. Don't worry about it. Just slide them some chicken sandwiches, and it's not a big deal. It's on me, Dave." If, and he smiles real big. What if you overlap with a different fast food buddy? Like they they walk over and see another drive-through worker slipping you a free spicy chicken friend, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, what's this? I thought oh, I was you got, your drive-through buddy. I thought you're double dipping." What the yeah. fuck, Griffin? I would never do that. I would never cheat on my 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 fast food friend. There's no way I would do that because I'm not greedy. I just want free spicy chicken sandwiches at my Wendy's that I go to, and it's not even that- it's not even about the money. It's just like ah, oh, nice, thanks. You know, it's like I'm ah, oh, cool. It's like having I- a cool like confidant. I just had the amazing realization that at some point in in human history, and probably at some point every day, someone has pulled up to a fast food drive through and said like. Hey, yo, can I speak to Dillip, please? <laughs> can you uh, can you put put my man Dillip on on the line, please? Yeah. And 
That that probably happens, right? You probably uh, Dylan, Dylan's not here. Oh, no, okay, never mind. Bye. Do you guys <laughs> when you're getting fast food, mm-hmm. you're at the Bill Miller's barbecue and you've just ordered your pulled pork sandwich and you're ready to pull through and go up. And this is literally every time I go, and I don't eat that much fast food, but it's literally every time it happens I have this thought. I'm starting to leave the sign that tell the big glowing sign that's like here's here's what kind of days you can have. Do you want to have a pulled pork day or a uh, a po' boy day or it's up to you? I always have this moment as I'm pulling away from the sign towards the window of I hope nobody passes me. I hope nobody drives around me and takes my spot in line and gets my food, and then I get the person behind me's food. <laughs> how do they keep track I, of it? How do they keep track of it? But also, I just worry about it. Because sometimes if somebody, like I guess, changes their mind in the Bill Miller's line, which is like unthinkable to me, where they just like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And so they drive, and they pass you on the right as they go to leave. I have this every time I see somebody passing me on the right in the drive-thru. I think, like, food pirates, get them! <laughs> They're just going to take my food! <laughs> I a hundred a hundred percent of the time I think it's a food pirate situation. I have before been in the drive-thru, ordered my food, and then as I was pulling up, realized hey, I don't have my wallet. It just dipped, <laughs> and you've just fucked up the whole queue, as I we say up here in Canada. Thing. Just like really goofed up the whole thing. We're supposed to go in and wash dishes. <laughs> yeah, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Do you think? Do you think when that happens, the next person pulls up and they're like, "This isn't your order, right?" And they're like, "No." Like, would you like to pay for this one too? Would you like both orders? Because now we got this extra one, and if you don't buy it, it's just gonna be sitting here all day. I would love to hear a story about whether that particular act of food crime has been perpetrated of somebody just like waiting for you to place your order and then scream. Fucking Tokyo drifting, 360 spinning, Jim Connor style, getting that car right in front of your fucking car. And you're like, hey, wait a second. And then they get your Whopper Jr. and they like flip you off out of the window and like, fuck you, nerd. Got your Whopper Jr. and they drive off. And you pull up to the window like, sorry, it's our last Whopper Jr. We're out. So fucking sick. We're closing down now. Got to shut down. Ran out of beef patties. Justin, have you ever considered when you have forgotten your wallet going back later that afternoon and be like, hey, sorry about that. I forgot my wallet. Hey, Do you still have me. it? You still hold it for me? me? Tra- Travis, by that afternoon, like literally everyone who's ever worked there has already been fired or quit. And it's under, it's changed management twice. Because of what you did? Um, <laughs> because, I, yeah. I think this is, all, this is also a good situation, though. I mean, you, you got to make the lemonade or you pull up and you're like, I don't have my wallet. What's your name? And they're like, Micah. And you're like, Micah. You ever wanted to be somebody's fast food friend? And then maybe this is the th- I, I don't I don't have Mike, I don't have the money, but I really, really want that sandwich. Is there any like what if you just slide it to me? Mike is like, yeah, you're funny. All right. I am I that's part of what one of the things I can offer is your friend. I'm funny. I do lots of jokes for you. You like jokes? I don't have money, I have jokes. I'm a good friend. And I you're just a hand good- him a thumb drive loaded with podcasts. Yeah. Here's my here's my art. Let me have some of your art. It's an exchange. Well, well, it's exchange of ideas. What would happen? Like, what would happen? Because if I go to them and say, "Like, listen, I don't have money, but that food is mine." That's whoa, mine. shit! You <laughs> made it for me. You made it for me, and like the value is depreciating as we sit here and talk about this. Like, you're wasting time. Time lost is uh, uh, edibility lost. And you need to give it to me. It's my food. And I can't pay for it, but you're not going to do anything with it. It's mine. And I promise customer loyalty. That's what I can offer you. I'll be is, back. I'll, be, I'll back. be back. You know, I'll be, look at my face. I'm not lying to you. I'll be back here. I'll do an upcharge if that's what it takes. God, I just want all these fucking... empty cups in my seat. You can trust me. This isn't, and again, this has nothing to do with money, and I don't want to exploit like fucking hardworking fast food workers. That's not what this is. I, it's, it's just, I just want a fast food friend. Like that's it. That's it. I just want to be buddies with fucking Saracen at the Alamo Freeze and just like get some free frosties from time to time. That's Good it. Offense. That's it. You are right now, as we speak, getting hundreds of tweets about like come, come to the Dairy Queen in Milwaukee. I'll give you all the Tendos you want. I might, I might do it. I might do it. It's not, and it has nothing to do with the money. I just want to know what that feels like to have a fast food friend like Saracen at the Alamo Freeze.
that doesn't happen to me here in Huntington. I made a television program here. I don't get free anything. It's ludicrous. You, there, nobody gives a shit about me. Nobody. In the food industry. I wish I had one place. That's one it. special place. Just one friend. One place I can op- go where I know I have own. friends there. Let me hit you guys with this. Fast food scampi. You drive through and you get a little cup of it. The cup, A cup of scamp. Um, I'm going to pitch a name. Scamper and scampi. You get it and go. That's the, that's the tagline. I, re- I retract my idea. <laughs> little scamps? Little scamps. Little scamps scam- the scampy depot. And you just yeah. pull in. Scam people. <laughs> Scampable planet. Listen. <laughs> this is stupid. Listen. It's the end of the podcast. And that can only mean one thing. Shrimp gun. And it's a gun they fucking fight. You drive, th- you pay $5. There's a little slot and you drop $5 in it. And then you drive out to the window and they shoot you with a gun that shoots scampi out of it uh, through your fucking window. And it's the fastest drive through line ever. There's no stopping. If you stop, you're removed from the line and you don't get your scampi. It's like those trains. <laughs> it's those trains where you pull the, like, pull the line. It just dumps water into that one container. It's like that, but with scampi and in your sunroof. I'm talking about. <laughs> modified car wash that you open up all your windows and your sunroof and you pay and if we're doing this much volume I think this is $50 and you fucking oh, yeah. drive through and you just like instead of hot soapy wax it's just like <laughs> and you end up with a bunch of shrimp in your undercarriage you end up with Listen. shrimp fucking everywhere are you kidding me if you're getting a multi-directional shrimp blast what if you had a fast food restaurant that was extremely long but extremely narrow? So you ordered at one window, and then the theme of the restaurant was gun it. So like after <laughs> after you, after you order your food, they're like, okay, and punch it. And after you punch it, you you cannot slow down, you cannot stop, or you don't get your food. You just have to like blaze past the pickup window with your arm outstretched as fast as humanly possible. Like that is the it's drag racing plus fast food. Fastest That's food. Fucking great. That'd be so good. Fast and furious and full. <laughs> so good. Um, listen, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, we uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank you so much to uh, folks who sent us stuff in our P.O. Box. On the East Coast, P.O. Box, it's P.O. Box 54, West Virginia 25706. Uh, Mike sent a Trolls poster that is now hanging above my daughter's bed. Thank you so Ooh. much. Mike, for that, uh, Bruce uh, 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 sent us some books. Alexa sent some uh, Knights Templar Two Wacky Wizards patches. Oh, fun! I'll hook you guys up with Steve. Sent a hamburger backpack that uh, was a delight. Cheeseburger backpack, thank you. And um, Shannon sent a show poster that they made, and it is gorgeous. And um, by the way, we have a TV show. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah, on CISO. It's an NBC comedy streaming service, CISO.com, S-E-E-S-O.com. There's also an app uh, on Apple TV and iOS and Roku and stuff like that. Um, And you can also get it through Amazon streaming. You can sign up to CISO, that is, through Amazon. Speaking of which, speaking of CISO, uh, Jonah Ray Rodriguez, who you may know from the CISO show Hidden America or The Meltdown with Jonah Kamal or the brand new Mystery Science Theater 2000 show on Netflix, is going to be a guest on our show coming up pretty soon. I think in a couple weeks, uh, we're still nailing down the topics, but start thinking of, I don't know, general questions, uh, but just know we'll be tweeting out uh, what that those topics will be so you can mail in your advice questions for Jonah. Um, I'm very excited for this, and I'm excited for that new MST3K, dog. Yeah. Um. I want to thank John yeah, Roderick great. and the Long Winters. For the do you know who's team. doing the theme? You know who does the theme song? No, I haven't listened. I haven't watched it yet. Harmar Superstar. Oh fuck yeah! It's so <laughs> fucking good. You know who the head writer is? Elliot Kalin. Elliot it's, Kalin. It, yeah, what? it's great. Yeah. Um. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed." Um. Just go get it. Just go get it, please. Uh, one more thing, my, my wife and I, real quick, my wife and I, uh, my, wife, started, uh, my wife, uh, we started a new podcast, a uh, media rewatch podcast, uh, where we jump from different TV shows and movies and stuff, uh, called The Kind Rewind. Uh, our first couple episodes are going to be, uh, season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're watching three episodes of Buffy per episode. Um, 
we put up kind of a, a pilot episode, if you will, to kind of explain the concept and just show you how charming we are. Um, so you can find that on iTunes, uh, The Kind Rewind. Uh, we also have a Twitter, at The Kind Rewind. Uh, but it should be coming out very, very soon. And my wife is great and funny. So it's going to love it. Yes, Griffin, my wife. <laughs> great. So uh, that we're done. Yeah, We're dude. done. Fucking awesome. St. John Roderick? I did, dude. I just did. Cool, man. We're done. I. Well, I hold on. That's not okay. Um, That's not here's a sign off. Here's a final Yahoo though. Okay. Sent in by Brooks Oglesby. Thank you, Brooks. It's Yahoo Answers user Hippo seventy two asks: Is it possible to curve a Nerf bullet like in the movie <laughs> Wanted? My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I love forget me not. I'm Jesse. I'm Jordan. And we've been doing Jordan Jesse Go for almost 10 years now. And it's not gotten any easier to describe. So we asked our fans to do it for us. Jordan Jesse Go is a weekly conversation with two best pals, two hilarious friends, the hilarious smart kids talking about hilarious stuff that happens to them. Mostly really stupid stuff. Awkward anecdotes, insane tangents, heartfelt it's like being thrown in the middle of a hilarious conversation between you and your best pals. It's a show that makes me laugh every week, which is pretty rare and wonderful. It might be the best thing on the internet. One of the funniest things you will hear. And it's the best part of my week and has kept me company for the past seven years through all sorts of life. I love those guys. That's Jordan Jesse Go, the comedy podcast that's been named Best of iTunes. Every Monday on MaximumFun.org or your favorite podcasting software. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.